Hi everybody, this is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 167. It's now been four years, eight months, and 15 days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. And today I'm saying hello from the mountain, from my next to bottom Zen spot. That's right, a Zen spot near the bottom of the mountain trail. But what's weird is yesterday I was actually at the top Zen spot and I meant to record this show and you know, all that story is perfect for what I'm going to think about embracing today. So for now, let's just listen to our inspirational snippet of Circle by Hartley, and then I'll share that story and how it relates. I hope it does me and you some good to ponder it. Take a step back, look around, breathe in. Thank you, Hartley, for the reminder that today is a wonderful day to embrace the tide. In fact, yesterday turned out to be a wonderful day to embrace the tide as well. And what's really funny, BCs, as you know, it's been many, many months since I've been able to walk, let alone put on my hiking boots, and to attempt the mountain. And I've been so missing my time on the mountain because as I've shared with you before, that is like my church, my Zen, my comfort, my thinking spot, kind of like Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) It's my place where I go work things out. Now I can go down to the park and I can go for short, tiny little walks and I can sit in my hammock in my backyard, but nothing, and I mean nothing, takes the place for me as wandering around the mountain trails and sitting in my little nooks and crannies, usually in the shade, and contemplating my thoughts within the peaceful loveliness that is nature. Now, many spiritual practices tell you, get out into nature, because that is something that will bring your heart to mind and give you a sense of peace and tranquility. So my plan yesterday was I was going to put on my hiking boots and put tons and tons of supports and special socks. And I always carry extra lamb's wool with me to kind of cushion areas that become hot spots. And I would just go up the mountain, oh, as far as I could go. And then I was prepared to do the show. And I thought about what I wanted to let go of, which I'll get to that in a moment. And it was pretty quiet. There weren't very many people on the trail. And I got about halfway up to the next top Zen spot and I thought, hmm, should I turn back right now and go ice my feet? But it was such a beautiful day and I felt so inspired that I thought I'll just go really, really slow and keep on going. 
And that decision might have been like a really foolish thing to do if my feet totally flare up, or it might be a really brave and cool thing to do to listen to my heart, which really wanted to go up to the top of the mountain. So I went as slow as I could and I took my time and I admired many beautiful butterflies that came out and I saw many little creatures and beautiful turquoise sparkly lizards and just all kinds of cool things that I haven't been able to see for a long time. And I get up to the next to top Zen spot, which is usually the most shady that time of day, and one reason why I often record there. And I was so excited because that's also where I'd put, you know, a few of my mom's ashes. And I thought, well, this would be great. I'll spend some time with my mom, and here I'll be. And lo and behold, there's a whole family sitting on that bench. They're there comfortably picnicking or resting or having discussions on that bench. And I'm like, well, doesn't look like they're going to move anytime soon. And so I'll just go up to the top Zen spot. Now my feet were already starting to be kind of sore, but it's not very far from the next to top Zen spot to the top Zen spot. So I went up there and lo and behold, another person was sitting on that bench. And we had a nice little conversation about the trail and so forth. And by the time that person left, the sun was beating down on me too hard for me to, even with my hat, sit there for a while and contemplate and speak out loud. So I thought, that's okay. I'll just go back down the mountain because by now, probably the next top Zen spot is open. So I do this and that family is still there enjoying the next top Zen spot. Now as somebody who has spent hours on that next top Zen spot, I can't really begrudge them their time there, but I could see that it was going to be quite a while. So then I thought, huh, what I wanted to embrace today was going more with the tide. Again, I'll get to it in a moment. And I thought this is perfect. I will just flow down the mountain and I'm sure to find a wonderful Zen spot that I've never been to before. So I was hobbling at this point up and down around the mountain and finding these different nooks that seemed like they might indeed be a Zen spot. But I felt like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. You know, I'd sit in one and it was just not shady enough or I'd sit in another and it was just too near the trail, so I knew that I was going to be interrupted a lot, or it just wasn't comfortable and didn't feel right. So I just kept on going down that mountain. But you know, I went on these little side paths that I hadn't been on for a very long time, and I followed up every time I saw a bush or tree or a piece of shade that time of day. And I really took my time going down that mountain. I mean, really took my time. Besides my feet being sore, it was just that I was on the lookout for that next Zen spot. I was open to discover something. And I was convinced, oh, I'm so open. I'm for sure going to find the Zen spot to end all Zen spot. I'm going to find the perfect Zen spot for me. But you know what, BCs? I got all the way down the mountain and back to my truck, and I had not found another Zen spot to record the show. And I thought, well, okay, maybe the perfect Zen spot for today is just to go back to my studio and record inside. 
But by the time I got back to my house, after all these hours and hours of wandering around the mountain, my feet were just so sore that I had to spend many hours icing them on the sofa. <laughs> Of course, that gave me an option to watch a few reruns of Survivor and not feel too guilty because after all, I've been hiking for a couple of hours. Yay me! Or foolish me. But I thought, well, okay, I guess today wasn't the perfect day to record my show, which made me kind of sorry because yesterday was Fiona's birthday. Happy day after your birthday, Fiona. And I have planned a birthday surprise, which you're still going to get. It's just going to be birthday plus one. But I thought, well, I guess my heart or the universe or whatever is just letting me know that even though you were prepared, even though you gave it your all, even though you got all the way up that mountain, today just wasn't the day to record your show. Okay, so I made a new plan. I said, well, even though my feet are kind of sore, I know I'll just take all that I've learned. Here's this really cool story about the mountain and I'll go down to the podcast rock at the park tomorrow because I don't have to walk too very far to get from the truck to the podcast rock. And I'll be able to tell this story and tie it all together with a bow and it will be wonderful. So I get up, I give my hat, I get my water, I go down to the park, get ready to go sit on the podcast rock. And the park service comes with this great big set of machinery to start chopping up all the trees that got blown over by the horrible Santa Ana winds we've had this week. Oh my goodness, that was so loud. There was no way I was going to be able to edit out this sound. And I said, okay, I guess that I'm just not meant to do my show today down here on the podcast rock. I guess what I'll do is head back up the mountain because even though yesterday I went all the way up and all the way down and all the way around and didn't find anything and even though I'm not wearing my hiking boots today BC so I cannot walk very far at all I will just see what I could find and what I found was a little side trail near the bottom of the mountain with a shady tree that I had not been to with a nice little bench. And that's where I'm talking to you today. So I don't know, that was a very long way to go about it to find a place for the show. And I have to tell you honestly, BCs, this is the absolute longest that I've ever had to search in my wanderings for a place to record the show. But truly, 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 what I woke up with yesterday on my mind that I needed to embrace to make my life better is the ability to go with the tide. Now, I grew up near the water in Tacoma, Washington, in a place called Browns Point. And one of my favorite places to go in California is Ventura, which is on the water. And you can see the ocean come in there. And... The tide comes in, the tide goes out, is influenced by many things. The weather, the moon, the, where the earth happens to be in relation to the moon and other things. The gravitational pull brings these waves in and out. And you can get a table and look at when the high tide is, when the low tide is, but still other things come along that can influence the tide and the severity of the waves and all of that. 
And I've grown up my whole life watching the shoreline change depending on the tide. Like, are you walking on the tide flats down, looking at the little animals and creatures that survive there on the smooth mud? Are you seeing all kinds of froth? And are the waves really violent? Is it safe to go swimming or wading? Is it not? The tide is always there, but every moment it changes the landscape of the shore. It changes the experience of the observer of the shore. It changes the experience of the person trying to interact with the water at that time and interact with the sand or the rocks or whatever kind of shore there is. So the tide for me is a metaphor of the only thing that's constant in life is change. And just like having that tide table, you can make plans and think you know what's going to happen. Just like yesterday, I thought I was going to go up this mountain and think about the tide and think about my home and think about my mom and my dad and growing up there near the water. I had it all planned out what was going to happen. But my tide of opportunity swept me down the mountain without recording the show. And you heard me from my story say over and over again, here's this obstacle. That's okay. I'll just do this. Now, this is very, very different attitude from what I usually cultivate. Usually, to be honest with you, I would see that family there at the next atop Zen spot when my heart was set on recording at that next atop Zen spot. And I would be saying, F this. Why me? Here it is, a park that is almost empty. Nobody's even here. And in all this freaking park, you pick my next to top Zen spot. I am so upset by this. Oh, it's just really annoying. My life is unfair and I am mad. And I mean, even thinking about this reaction makes my blood pressure go up. And would that reaction move that family off that bench one bit sooner? Uh-uh. If I looked at the beautiful nature and felt this veil of anger and hatred and disappointment and let that color everything, would I have had that adventure that I had? No, each and every obstacle I said, okay, and I know our newest BC, Christine, will understand the yes and because in improv, that's what she does. And I have a really good friend who has gone through the improv groups here too. And I like to even do improv when my feet aren't so bad. But the big rule in improv is when your improv partner or partners say something, even if it's outrageous, you never say no. You always say yes to that and add to it. And I think that's actually a really good principle for going with the tide, whatever it might be, is when we run into these challenges, when we run into these circumstances, when we run into the unexpected, we can either look at it as a roadblock, as something that's in our way, or we can look at it as an opportunity to flow. We can look at it as an opportunity to discover what is the beautiful sparkly lizard or whatever might float your boat. What is the opportunity to find the thing on the different path, the path we hadn't planned, the path that we're going on today?
from our studio in beautiful La Crescenta. It's time for Lori's Afterthoughts. What? Additional reflection on today's topic. I just got done editing today's Embrace story. And tell you the truth, I really enjoyed hearing that story because even though it was sort of a frustrating day yesterday, I really did learn through example to see the difference between taking my energy and throwing it into negative reactions or saying, okay, this is how it is. What great thing can I move on to? And even when the great thing turned out to be not such a great thing, yesterday was really all about the journey, right? We heard that all the time. The journey is the true destination. Well, I guess I got destinations aplenty yesterday, and I'm excited that even though I had to go walking a little bit further than I thought today, my feet seem to be holding up a little better than I thought. So I'm going to go ice them up before I go finish editing the rest of this. But I just really enjoyed my time on the mountain, and I really enjoyed what I learned from it. And so I'm hoping that you guys enjoyed it too. Now, last show, I actually super enjoyed what came out of my mouth down at the podcast rock, where I was talking about being in tune with ourselves and where I gave you my three question tip on how to decide whether to eat something or not. And I really enjoyed it. And I tell you, Kat from South Jersey enjoyed it too, because she called the Bravery Hotline immediately with her reaction to our last show's topics. Hi, Laurie. It's Kat from South Jersey. It's been a while since I uh, left you a message or got in contact with you, but I just wanted to tell you I'm only halfway through this episode, this new episode, and girl, you are on fire. You are on fire. Such great messages that you're delivering to all of us today or whenever someone chooses to listen to this. Guess what? I'm going to be listening to this two or three times, maybe even more than that. This episode is chock full of things that I need to hear repeatedly. So thank you very much, and I'm wishing you good health, and hello to Mark. Bye. Wow, Kat, you sure know how to make my day. Oh, wow. Thanks for letting me know. I really liked what I came up with, too. And one of the blessings of this show is getting those dang thoughts out of my head where I'm able to evaluate and hear them. And I think it's the same when we journal. The stream of negative or positive thoughts can be overwhelming. So it's helpful to find some way to capture them outside of ourselves so we can evaluate if the thoughts are worth our time and attention. The music I picked for Cat's Call is called Happy Go Lucky because I enjoyed its upbeat attitude and thought it paired well with Kat's energy. And if you guys would like to share your support and story with the show, and you know that I would like it if you would, here's Mark to explain how. Please announce yourself. 
Here are some ways you can participate in the show. One, call the Bravery Hotline at 206-350-6445. The number is also on every show page of CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com. Two, post a comment on CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com. The episode URL is always CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com front slash D-A-Y with the number of the episode and no spaces. Three, for other features and directions, visit the How to Send audio page on CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com. Okie there's three things I wanted to mention before we go today. Number one, it's been a long, long time since I've seen any comments on CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com. Now, that might be because you're busy or have nothing to say, or I also discovered that after one of the updates, the comments got turned off again for a while. So I don't know if you came and tried to make a comment and saw that comments were closed, or you just been busy. So I just wanted to let you know, hey guys, comments are open and I love comment conversations between you and I, and especially between you and other BCs. It makes the place much more lively and much more interesting. So please take a moment and post a comment on compulsiveovereatingdiary.com. Number two, The holidays are upon us, and in the past we've had some holiday shows near the end of the year where different BCs either play music, sing, tell jokes, or call the Bravery Hotline, or use SpeakPipe, or send their own audio with greetings, or their musical selections, whatever. So, I don't know. Because it's been so quiet around here, if you guys would enjoy a holiday show this year or not, but if you would, Please send in whatever you might like to send in, your greetings, your music, your jokes, or other items before December 15th, 2018, so I'd have a chance to put these things together. And for more information, please check out the How to Send audio page on CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com. And number three, last but not least, Today is the day after a very special day. It is the day after our very talented songwriter in residence, Fiona's birthday. Happy birthday! And in her honor, we'll close out the show with a birthday song that she had absolutely nothing to do with writing. Fiona, I'm putting myself on the bravery report because I just sang for you out of my heart and I loved it. It didn't have to be perfect, but I really wished you yesterday a very happy birthday, and I hope you like it. So until next time, BCs, take care and celebrate Fiona's day after her birthday and your day after whatever, because life is wonderful, it's worth celebrating, and I really, 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 really care. All that we want to do is sing this birthday song for you. All that we want to say is we wish you happy birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Fiona, and thank you for all of the years that you've been writing and sharing your talents here with the BCs and me. 
Hooray, today's your birthday. I'm singing in front of the world. And I wouldn't have the guts if you had not encouraged me. Hooray, hooray, today is your day. Fiona, 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 hip, hip, hooray. Thanks, sweetie. All that we want to do is sing this birthday song for you. All that we want to say is we wish you happy birthday.